The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Birthday! It is your birthday. People are saying this. Yes. So some family backstory here. My my five-year-old niece cried every time she would hear the classic birthday song by the Hill Sisters, and nobody knew why. So I just suggested for her upcoming birthday to play the Beatles version instead, or at least, you know, the first verse, because it's, like, you know, long. And she did okay with that, and then she wasn't okay with that. <laughs> Um, then over the weekend, it was her father's birthday, and the restaurant sang the Hell Sisters version to him, and she was fine. Not happy, mind you, but fine. So my Josie scale rating would have been different had we recorded this weeks earlier, is, is what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but now, you know, I would classify birthday as another Paul Shouter. There's nothing all that special about it other than Paul having the gumption to take on the powerful Sisters Hill. Um, my favorite vocal part is actually John alone singing, Yes, we're going to a party, party. And, you know, the bass line and the I would like you to dance part is cool. It's fun. I, I like fun sometimes. You like fun. People are saying this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was in a restaurant recently, and it wasn't anybody's birthday, but it was like a, it was a um, hibachi place, which you know always is very um, popular mm-hmm. for birthdays. And for some reason, the the restaurant decided to uh, play a pre-recorded track every time it was someone's birthday. Of uh, that was they they changed the lyrics to turning Japanese to be birthday related. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> turning one more year, I think you're turning one more year at SoGo. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's like, you know what that song's about, right? You, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, not it, about it's, birthdays, for it's sure. It's not about birthdays. It's about it's th- um, happiness, <laughs> certainly. Yeah, it's, th- it's about a thing you can do on somebody's birthday. Sure. I guess. Uh-huh. Anyway. I was at a I, I was at a uh, hibachi place, and part of their shtick apparently is they make um, the food in the shape of a heart, and okay. they say "Me love you long time." If you guys didn't know what the any the turn Japanese was about, but you know what that's about, I think you can probably uh, put put some uh, put some things together. Okay. In the, in the year of our Lord, 2023. That's <laughs> what they do. Oh, Rest, restaurants, God. am I right? <laughs> so what do you think of, of this song? Anyway. <laughs> you know, if anyone was going to take on the, the Hill Sisters, uh, you know, it may as well be Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Like, who else would? Uh, it's a fun romp, albeit kind of filler. Uh, you know, when I saw Paul live in 2016, he, he played this, and he said, uh, this song is for anyone in the audience who has a birthday this year. <laughs> so, and I think that that kind of says it all, right? Like, when, absent of any other ideas, 
what does Paul do? He goes for the populist universal sentiment that can, you know, anyone could, could love and enjoy in the right moment. They yeah, say it's I, your birthday. And, and, and then he's like, uh, well, it's actually my birthday too. So he makes it about him, but whatever. That's true. You know, I have a question. I'm going to pose a question to you, but I'm going to pose it at the end of this episode. Okay. About birthdays. All right. So stay tuned, folks. The Beatles had scheduled an earlier start for their September 18th, 1968 session in order to watch the classic rock and roll film, The Girl Can't Help It. It was showing that night for the first time on British TV on BBC Two between 9.05 and 10.40 p.m. And back then they didn't have VHS tapes or laser discs. If it wasn't on, you never know if you're going to see it again. You were bored. Uh, Chris Thomas said, I had mentioned to Paul a couple of days earlier about the girl can't help it being on TV during this evening. The idea was to start the session earlier than usual, about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and then all nip around the corner to Paul's house in Cavendish Avenue, watch the film, and go back to work. So on the day Paul was the first one in, and he was playing the birthday riff. Eventually the others arrived, by which time Paul had literally written the song right there in the studio. We had the backing track down by about 8.30, popped around to watch the film as arranged, and then came back and actually finished the whole song. It was all done in a day. Nothing like a deadline, right? Sure. Chris Thomas was standing in for George Martin, who was away at the time. Paul McCartney's memory is that the song was a joint effort with John Lennon. And just in case you don't know, The Girl Can't Help It is a 1956... American musical comedy film starring Jane Mansfield in a titular role. Tom Buell, Edmund O'Brien, Henry Jones, and Julie London. The production was originally intended as a vehicle for the American sex symbol Jane Mansfield with a satirical subplot involving teenagers and rock and roll music. Uh, IMDb's description of it is a gangster hires a down-and-out press agent to make his airhead girlfriend a singing star. The unintended result has been called the most potent celebration of rock music ever captured on film. It featured Little Richard, Eddie Cochran, The Platters, Gene Vincent, and others. The film's influence on rock music is significant. The film breached Liverpool in the early summer of 1957. The cameo appearances of the early rock stars fascinated a 16-year-old John Lennon by showing him for the first time his worshipped American rock and roll stars as living humans, the third are inspiring him to pursue his own rock and roll dream. Rock and roll dreams will come through. Uh, people are saying this. On July 6, 1957, 15-year-old Paul McCarty was introduced to Lennon after the latter had performed at a village church garden party with his skiffle group, the Quarrymen. McCarty demonstrated his musical prowess to Lennon by performing 20 Flight Rock in a manner similar to how he had seen it played by Eddie Cochran in The Girl Can't Help It. This led to Lennon inviting McCarty to join the group. So it's a special movie in the Beatles lore. Paul McCarty said, we thought, why not make something up? So we got a riff going and arranged it around this riff. We said, "We'll we'll go to there for a few bars, then we'll do this for a few bars. We had some lyrics, and we got the friends who were there to join in on the chorus. So that's 50-50 John and me, made up on the spot and recorded all in the same evening. I don't recall it being anybody's birthday in particular, but it might have been. 
But the other reason for that is for that is that if you have a song that refers to Christmas or a birthday, it adds to the life of the song. If it's a good song, because people will pu pull it out on birthday shows. So I think there is a little bit of that at the back of our minds, or probably just your mind, Paul. Just yours. You 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 were the you're the one. <laughs> Also, do you think that this uh, this movie was an inspiration for the Journey song, Girl Can't Help It? I had no idea Journey had a song called The Girl Can't Help It. It's it's a hit. <laughs> it's not a cover of the original song? Uh, of the of the Little Richard song? Uh, hold on, let me make sure. I don't believe song. No, it is by Journey. Or, or Cahill Gibran. Okay. It's a, it, it, uh, let's see, it's a Billboard Top 40 hit. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, in the 80s, though, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> Backing vocals were added by Patty Harrison and Yoko Ono and all, including the group's assistant, Mal Evans, recorded back. Mal! John Lennon said, It was just made up on the spot. I think Paul wanted to write a song like Happy Birthday Baby, the old 50s hit. But it was sort of made up in the studio. It was a piece of garbage. <laughs> Doesn't mince words. Oh. God. The effects heard towards the song's end and in the I Would Like You to Dance section were created by a piano microphone fed through a guitar amplifier with effects added. Based around a standard blues structure, Birthday contains one of McCarty's finest vocal performances on the White Album. Perhaps the soundtrack to The Girl Can Help It played a part. And they tell the, Paul told the story to Radio Luxembourg on November 20th, 1968. And, yeah, he pretty much, you know, admitted he was a little influenced by that. Love count, zero. No love on your birthday. <laughs> Josie Scale. Uh, is this song better than your love by the outfield? Uh, I'm sorry, no. Josie. It yeah, it, it's a Josie. Yeah. Now you had a question a, for me? I do have a question for you. Um, there's other songs by, you know, pop artists about birthdays. Yes. The one that comes to my mind immediately is Happy Birthday by Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Do you, where would you write, write uh, sorry, where would you rate that on the Josie scale? I, I'd give it a Josie, but it'd be more of, it's more of a thinker, uh, like. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's a, it's, I'd still prefer your love, but it's a better... If I had to pick between birthday or happy birthday, I'm picking happy mm -hmm. birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I do like it more than happy birthday, baby. That one's kind of boring. I don't... You know, and I don't know that one. Happy birthday, baby. What about Marilyn Monroe's version of happy birthday? Oh, I mean, that's a yeah. Oh, Totally. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm turning Japanese on that one. <laughs> well, he well, edited the president out. certainly did. <laughs> the president <laughs> certainly did. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine.